0: Hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop. How about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking queer money on the road this summer and fall. Visit queermoneypodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. The mission of queer money is to financially empower the LGBTQ plus community. Join us in thanking Capital One for supporting that mission.
1: Want to save tens of thousands of dollars? Of course you do. You're listening to Queer Money, episode 373, and we're sharing exactly how to do that. Now on with the show. David. Yes. Can I say something? Have I ever been able to stop you from saying something? (laughs) Okay, then. I am so bored of this topic today.
0: (laughs) Well, it is a topic that gets talked about a lot.
1: A lot. And I'm going to argue that I think we obsess about it too much. Today, we're talking about how to build and maintain a good credit score. And we've shared this in the past uh, in a couple of different platforms, but uh, this is one of the leading questions that we often get. Almost every every single talk we've given, whether it's been in-person and virtual, this particular question has come up. Mm -hmm. There are a handful of questions like that, but this one comes up quite a bit. And I'm just, I think we obsess about it too much. Um, Unless you're gonna buy a, I mean, I'm not saying that you don't need to have a good credit score. Have a good credit score, build and maintain one, absolutely, 100%. But unless you're going to make a major purchase, it's going to require a major loan in the near future. Like if you don't have a great credit score, it's not the worst thing in the world.
0: Right. Although I will say earlier on in your life, right? So if you're applying for, if you're trying to get your first apartment or if you're trying to get a cell phone plan, I think that there are some early In life experiences that are heavily dependent on having a good credit score. Um, But if you're a little bit older, I would say if you're in your 30s or older, you probably have those kinds of experiences under your belt. And the impact on your everyday life um your everyday purchases your credit score may not be may, may not have a huge impact
1: 100% and we know the demographics of our audience and those younger LGBTQ folks simply aren't listening to our show quite yet they will someday though <laughs> but not quite yet well all that to say i think we obsessed too much about it uh, paid too much attention to it um, i'm not i'm not averse to having a good credit score i th- obviously i think it's an important thing to do um but i think we just stress about it too much yeah. so in that regard this is good news lgbtq respondents to the Motley full debt for guys lgbtq plus money study and hopefully the community overall report on average having decent credit scores yeah
0: and i think this is a this is another one of those statistics where we can get so caught up in the the general narrative of whoa is me Woe is we because we as queer and everything about our lives is so miserable. Well, this data actually kind of shows that in this particular case, that's not the case. And so I think we need to highlight these kinds of things a little bit more about there are things that our community is doing well that a lot of us can and should be doing well and we're we need to be proud of that let's celebrate those it. kinds of things
1: yeah so 61% report having good, very good, or excellent credit score. Um, that's actually 24, 22, and 15% respectively. So uh, since we're doing these bonus episodes, we wanted to share with you three ways to improve or help build your credit score. Um, I'm going to jump in here because
0: um, folks, uh, our our sponsor Capital One is um, has a credit scoring tool that I personally think is the best credit scoring tool out there in part because it doesn't barrage you with credit card offers. Um, and The reality is, is that when most people have a low credit score, if they're not early, if it's not early on in their life, if they have a low credit score, the things that we're just going to talk about now, these three ways to improve your credit score are things that people aren't necessarily doing well in part because oftentimes they've used their credit cards and aren't doing these things. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So get credit wise. And then do these things or do these things and then get credit wise. <laughs> one, pay all your bills on time and in full.
0: Yeah, Not rocket science. That's I think that's the, the key here is I think a lot of people who start to struggle financially stop paying their credit card bills or yeah. they miss a bill, they're late on a bill, and that's what starts to bring their credit score down. And that's why I'm like, hey, if you're struggling with paying your credit cards off, don't sign up for a service that's going to push you 300 credit card offers a week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Avoid that. Number two, don't use more than 40% of your available credit they have to you. That is a, uh, that's a definition of a fancy word called credit utilization. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And
0: basically that means that you have all this credit available to you, especially on your credit cards, right? You may have thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. If you're using more than 40% of that available credit, it's going to start to hurt your credit score.
1: Exactly. Then number three, um, cut up your credit cards, but keep your oldest one. Don't cancel that one. You want to be able to uh, maintain that as long a credit history as possible. Our only caveat to that is if that happens to be a card that they charge you an annual fee, um, that's probably not the best card to use. So maybe keep your second oldest credit card if... uh, which everyone doesn't charge you the fees. Yeah. Um, and don't, if you're concerned about your credit utilization, um, don't go ahead and close all your accounts um, before you paid off your debt because all of a sudden your credit utilization will shift so that you're using more of your available credit. Um, so keep that in mind. So those are our three tips. Pay all your bills on time. Don't use a whole bunch of your available credit and uh, keep your oldest credit card that have available to you. Oh, and number four, sorry. Sign up for CreditWise. There you go. <laughs> Stay tuned for your crew money takeaway from this episode. Thank you for listening to another episode. Here is your Queer Money Takeaway. Unless you have a major purchase soon that'll require a major loan, stop stressing about your credit score. I mean, build and have good credit score, but stop making it a primary financial concern. Work right. on it, but don't stress about it.
0: And then join us Tuesday when we talk with first generation immigrants and money coaches to teachers, Sunim and Israel Tovar, about how they overcame poverty to get on the path of financial independence. Then, of course, next Thursday's bonus episode, where we share our favorite tip to building a rainy day fund. Thank you and have a great weekend.
1: Start your journey to financial independence with a checking and savings account that doesn't nickel and dime you with fees. Get a Capital One 360 checking or 360 performance savings account at Capital One today.